This is a public service announcement by The Evolution. Please get your COVID-19 vaccine when it becomes available. And unless you have related pre-existing conditions, do not cherry-pick the vaccine brand that you want. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Cherry-picking a vaccine brand, seriously. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Lah. After we did all the research, oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay, yes. The so, you're wondering what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about vaccines. vaccines. Yes. Dun, dun. So, Pastor, would you take the vaccine? Yeah, la, of course, I'm going to take the vaccine. <laughs> but let me just say this uh, this is probably like the 10th thing. <laughs> again. So, but yes, I'm going to take the vaccine like 100% unequivocally. <laughs> I don't even mind if you give me the, the Sinovac yes, vaccine. Sinovac. I don't mind. Even with the effectiveness. Yeah, right? I would prefer to have the more effective vaccine because Sinovac is like, wow, 78, then go to 19. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know what the, like, what the, what real, the number real number is. Nobody is. knows. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I go, if PAP clears the vaccine, mm. I will take the vaccine. Yes. I trust my government. Yes. I trust <laughs> the government too. <laughs> No, 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 guys. I tell you, right, when she came into the office today, right, because for prep, right, for this podcast, her face was such a picture. Like, her, her eyes were all lighted <laughs> up because I, she had been thinking. Yes, I have to. <laughs> yes, doing her research and thinking. And then she was like, oh, I don't know what I'm... <laughs> yeah, because to be honest, I wasn't yeah. thinking much about it. And I wasn't very sure if I would think it. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, have most people been thinking about it? Probably not, right? Because yeah. the rollout has been so slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been our turn yet. Like, we saw PM Lee take the vaccine mm, on the national TV or YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> and then after that, we Telegram. saw the plane carrying the oh, first yeah, yeah. lot arrive yes. in Singapore. After that, no, no news already. <laughs> and then last week, it was SBS no, no, tran oh, transport. The all the drivers. drivers got it. Like, yeah, but the rollout very slow. Whereas, like, UK, it's rolling. yeah. US is, I don't know what's going on in the US now. <laughs> oh my, I no idea yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but but no, I yeah, I haven't been thinking about it. So in fairness, I haven't been thinking about it. But I also I also feel our government has a track record. So I'm just taking it. You if you tell me the vaccine is clear, I will take it. Because I don't <laughs> think they will clear I don't think they will clear a vaccine if it's not reliable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I was more assured when I went to look up and the whole entire procurement uh process, like how government <laughs> Um, starting from very early April last year, they were really looking to options of the vaccines and then they studied the risk and everything. So you had to double check all their work for them? Um, well, I just need to know what happened. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and then also how they explain like each of the vaccines, what they do in the body and how it, you know, it works. Yeah, man, I got quite a schooling today from Chansi and uh, from different news outlets yeah, yeah, and tables. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like what the... the so... The, the Pfizer vaccine and yeah. the Madonna Madonna Moderna sorry vaccine is a new way of delivering vaccines that has never ever been done before. Mm, it's a novel way. Yeah, and that that is China's argument, right? Why their vaccine is better because theirs is <laughs> traditional and time and tested. Yes, they say that theirs is similar to like a flu vaccine and uh, chickenpox vaccine, like the way it works. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, but then but then <laughs> you're overselling it already. Yeah, he <laughs> says it's hundred percent effective, supposedly. <laughs> the CEO so, yeah. Yeah, says it's hundred percent effective. But then when you look at the stats across countries, it keeps fluctuating. Yeah. From like yeah. 50, 60 all the way to like 70, 80. I mean, I'm yeah, not sure. it's quite hilarious. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, so anyway. Yeah. yeah, anyway, for me, I was saying, I wasn't sure, but I was more assured. But then what tips it over is also because I saw our education minister today in the news, right? He said that the virus is here to stay for the next four to five years. So in my mind, I was like, what? It's going to be here for five years. Oh, <laughs> probably have to take it then. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> no choice. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how people are weighing this thing. Like, so you're afraid of the side effects, but right now there haven't been any major side effects that showed up that outweighs getting the virus, right? Yeah, I guess a pro is definitely. Outweighs. Oh no, no, there one two deaths, correct? During the trial. During oh, during the trial. Yeah, yeah. But also in the UK, right? Oh no, allergic reaction, and they were fine. Yeah, correct. Allergic reactions, yeah. but they were okay. Yeah, but guys, guys, listen uh, It was two people in the UK out of a rollout of. Thousands? Of 1 million oh. or 10 million. Wow. I can't remember which one I was. Sorry. Uh, we need fact check. Fact check. <laughs> out of how many? It's either 1 million or 10 million. Okay. Yeah, but either way, it's still two out of. And then they are completely and they fine. Are fine. Yes. Okay. So, so, yeah. I'm taking it. Yeah, please I take it. will take it. Everyone, <laughs> please take it so that we can all come back to church. Please, please, please take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Straits Times. Yes, Straits yes, Times let's go did to a survey, Times. right? Mm-hmm. Um, last December, where they interviewed a uh, thousand people, aged sixteen and above, and they want to find how find out how open they are with the, to take the vaccine. So, mm. eight in ten people said yes that they will take it. Okay lah, not bad lah. Yeah, so Singaporeans yeah. are far more open to take the vaccine compared to sixty percent. Only 60% of people in the US, according to Pew Research, will prob- probably, definitely or probably get mm. the vaccine. Yeah. Which is crazy. And this is, okay, that was in December, but in September, September it was only 51%. It's called the Trump effect. Oh my gosh, yes. the fake news. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. 51%, oh my goodness, crazy. But even right now, they won't be able to hit herd immunity. You need to hit at least 80% for True. things to go back to normal. Uh. So they have to really encourage majority of people to do it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the rollout speed is also a problem, you know. Oh. Yeah. No, seriously. Oh, because yeah. in the UK right now, they're having a problem with... Because the rollout is slow across the board, then the ones who already have the vaccine Immunized. are getting laxed, laxed oh. with uh, social distancing. And so... The Prime Minister had to come out and warn everybody, please be be careful because you could still pass the vaccine. Uh, pass the vaccine. Pass, pass the virus. Pass the vaccine. <laughs> pass the virus on to somebody else. Like you could carry the virus on you and pass it to someone else. But because you're immune, someone else is not. Yeah. Yeah. So rollout is also a problem. Ah, yeah, this whole I guess thing. this whole social distancing and everything measures will still go on for a pretty long time. Ah, uh, that's a whole other conversation about how this changes things. But, yep. Yeah. We're in it for the long haul. Hmm. Okay, so back to the Straits Times article, right? Yes. So this is an interesting part. Yeah, so most breakdown. of the people who said no to taking the vaccine said that they uh, wanted to wait for a good 6 to 12 months. But there are also some people who said that they will not take it even, even after, after 6, six to, 12 to 12 months. months. And there are like a whole range of reasons. Uh, I'm just going to highlight a few. So uh, some of them said that they prefer natural treatments like herbs. <laughs> and some prefer therapeutic treatments like, I don't know, they are... Treat med- it after I catch it. <laughs> yeah, medicine to treat it after they catch oh it. Oh my gosh. And then some of them is uh, getting the vaccine will go against their, their religious, religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah, beliefs. 
Yeah, but that's not predominant. We can talk about that in a bit. Mm. But natural treatments. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing, right? Okay, you can call me ageist. Oh. You can call me sarcastic. <laughs> but like the first thing I went was like, what's the age range of the people <laughs> who are falling into this? Because okay, this is from who will not take it, right? Yeah, yes. Not the rest, right? Just the lot that Just will the lot not that take it even after six. Mm. I prefer natural treatments. Okay. Well, this is phrased in English, so I don't know. Did they survey in Chinese? Like, could it be our grandparents' generation? Oh. Some of them that, you know, zongyao over Western medicine. Yeah, could be. Yeah. And that's fair enough. I, I can understand. Mm. Okay. But then my other my other thing went to the stereotypical, like, oh my gosh, if there are some millennials in here or something, they must be the like the hipster, <laughs> like natural remedy yoga crazy kind, like <laughs> like seriously, like, living on another planet, like natural treatments. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh. In a pandemic, I'm so sorry if I'm like blowing the mic, but yeah, I, it's just really funny. Yeah, I saw the reason. I was like, what? It's like Singapore alone. Oh, no, no, wait. This, uh, this, after natural treatments, right? The other reason is number seven is too troublesome to get. <laughs> 11% said too troublesome to get. Oh, yeah. COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, guys. Come back down to earth, my friends. <laughs> Oh gosh, this is just really, really like crazy, crazy. <laughs> Why is it too troublesome though? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, okay, so the religious beliefs ones, right? Um, yeah, I think Singapore actually has done a good job because like, they worked really, the government's been working very closely with all the religious leaders to, mm. to try to get their people on board um, with this. Yeah. yeah, the Mufti released a statement because I think there was some, well, again, I think it's a very minute few, like, contents. Concerned about whether the vaccine was halal. Mm. And then we read another article where they were showing the public that there's no uh, meat products or pork or certain things for... Pork, beef. Certain very, yeah. very... Uh, still very religious uh, groups. So I guess both Buddhism and Hinduism would definitely fall into that category. Mm. Yeah, then of course Christians have to have the very special ethical reason. <laughs> Okay, so so if you're wondering about this, right, just in case you're tuning in and, yes. and this is a concern for you right now, I think a lot of church pastors in Singapore who have members that are worried about this um, have released statements to assure their congregations that it's okay to get the vaccine. Now, the reason why is because, mm. as usual, uh, US news spills over here, right? Yes. Um, there's a whole move uh, among Christians in the US, some, some Christians in the US, um, to not get vaccinated because some the during the during the research phase of um, creating the vaccine, there were some uh, cell lines used from a aborted from two aborted fetus cell mm. lines. Okay, now not no one aborted a fetus in order to create yeah. the research. Okay, it's actually years ago mm, fetus, mm. and it's a cell line meaning it's replicated cells from based off the mm, aborted cells but it's not direct, actual direct yeah. yeah so so there's a move over there with um the more extreme pro-lifers that you cannot take the vaccine um and they're asking some parts are asking them to wait until a more ethical vaccine comes out which is us yeah. has a sizable evangelical population this is going to be a real problem for them i guess they can take the sinovac vaccine then Sinovac has no... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sinovac doesn't have. Moderna and Pfizer has. Yeah. Oh, so you have to choose. You have all. to take you the have vaccine. To choose all. You, like, you cannot stand China or you... Oh! 
No, because like it's all mixed up, right? <laughs> the same people who are like about this oh, are right. also like a bit okay, okay, oh, yes. that was very sweeping. Sorry, we'll cut that out if it was too much. I have a loose mouth tonight. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But anyway, right, there, there's been a lot of language thrown around. Lah, mm. Because, again, I feel like we've mentioned John Piper three times already in our oh podcast. Oh my god. Yeah, because he released a very, very uh, scathing 10-minute like um, interview sermon mm. thing As about why you shouldn't. So there was a lot of very provocative language. Lah. It's killing of unborn children. It's turning sin into a wonder drug. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, don't worry. Uh, I even even most conservative pastors actually don't agree with him. Like all the archbishops, the Pope, everybody has like been on board with this thing. So it's just this very very special man, and <laughs> yeah. So so uh, yeah, guys, don't worry about it. Like just you know, there's a greater good here. Like more lives could be lost and stuff. Like it's not um you're not even directly involved in the situation. So mm. so it's really clear. Fine. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so any more fancy, funny reasons why people don't want to get the vaccine? Mm, can you see another reason people are worried is like the injection itself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worry of, I was just fearful about injections in general, probably. Yeah, probably right. You could have been anything, right? Any injection and they would be a bit mm. apprehensive. So if you have that phobia, it's okay. We understand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's actually okay lah. You know, we have this, maybe we'll post it on our Instagram. The picture. The pictures of all the gauges of needles, right? And vaccination is one of the skinniest needles, guys. <laughs> no, really, it's so skinny. Like, yes. we just had blood donation drive. a few yeah. blood donation drive a few weeks ago, mm. and I was terrified. But even that was okay. Yeah, yeah well, but they did anesthetic, like, then they put the needle in. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really a tiny needle. So don't get scared. You'll be fine. It should be alright. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but we should say we're dissing all the funny reasons, right? But seventy one percent of the people who said they don't want to take it is because of concerns mm. of uh safety concerns, lah. Yeah. Whether there will be any side effects. Yes. Mm. Side effects. I think maybe more worried about like whether they have will have long term side effect because mm. they feel that this is a novel disease with a novel vaccine. Yes. <laughs> Everything is new. There's no track record, so. People yeah, sure. I get that. Like, I think my mom is a bit concerned because mm. of because she has pre-existing health conditions. So oh, she wants yeah. to know what effect that has. And I think that's really, really fair. Reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah, but... Okay, la, but I'm not a good gauge. La. I said to, to, to Carrie's today, right? I will take anything because I don't feel deaf. <laughs> like, I really, really... I have very little fear of death. I'm not exaggerating. It's not... I don't think it's even because I'm a Christian. I just really <laughs> don't have a major fear of death. Maybe I, I feel the pain of death, <laughs> but not death, not itself. death itself. Like, I don't mind. I'm like, we'll go to a better place and <laughs> and I'll be all fine. So, I don't laugh. But I get why people are concerned. Long-term effects. Yeah. Maybe that's why maybe older... I don't know whether our older parents or the older generation will be worried because of the pre-existing yeah. Yeah. health conditions together with this vaccine. Not but so I'm much sure, they worry about the vaccine. I'm sure in Singapore, they're going to state all the things very mm. clearly before you go for it. Well, yeah, so probably they will, you have to out. check it off to make yeah. sure that you are eligible to take it even. Yeah, but guys, you know, seriously, I would advise against reading too much news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the news cycle is exacerbating this whole thing. Yeah. I think it's also exacerbated by Trump, quite frankly speaking. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I think he's responsible for a lot of the, like, exploding the anti-vaccination movement. Yeah. Like, that's, that's already been around, lah, but it's mm. been so escalated last year already that by now trying to wind it down, it's like trying it's to work backwards. Time. It's going to take some time. Like, I really don't think... Like, the moment you Google, oh my goodness, like, I feel like every <laughs> news outlet has repeated their article like 10 times in different iterations. They cited each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, this news article I'll cite the other news article and then when you read it's actually oh it's all the same information yeah, yeah. Mm. so don't panic don't turn yourself into a panic anyway by the time it rolls out for us it's like yeah if you yeah. actually we, we were talking about this so interesting which is like do you think that too little or too much information plays into like your anxiety of course lah yeah, so it's like just funny because it's like we say like different one of us, we need different informations in order to feel safe. It's not like... No, I think it's totally yeah, true. That means yeah, it's not like just enough to be logically, like to have a logical sound data mm. or information, but we have to have that feeling of like security. Yeah, and because I think we all get our feeling of security differently. So for you, it's just knowing... The whole what, process. Yeah, the whole like process a, is very helpful. Like for me, my personality is like, okay, I feel like I, I have a track record of trust with 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 the government, the government is pretty mm. thorough in most things. And if they make a mistake, it will be a fluke. If I die from the vaccine, it will be the 0.1, don't know what percent mm-hmm. of it happening. So for me, I go like, oh, okay, like I don't need to hear the rest of the information. So as I say, I came in very non-anxious today because <laughs> Carrie started all the research. I only did a little. I, I researched <laughs> the needles, the needle gauge and phobias that people have about needles which we can talk about which I find quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. So I came in like all chill and relaxed and oh, this is going to be a fun recording and then suddenly Chen Zi comes in like oh. And I'm like, <laughs> I, okay lah, but my anxiety only went to a three lah. That's the, like, it went from one to three. It was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, but do you feel more assured now? Yes, I feel more assured now. Really? I guess because like, um, before that, we're, we're, I'm just thinking with no information. <laughs> I'm just like, would Yeah, I? no information is And then maybe anxiety. like some rumours here and there from people, like their comments. But there was no like concrete data. But then once I read up and a bit like, okay, it's really... Yeah, I would fun. say actually what makes me... Very mildly nervous about the Sinovac is the data is inconsistent. Mm-mm. Very, very inconsistent. No, I but I do think by the time it's finally approved, yeah, because mm. we only have one right now. Pfizer yeah. is the only yes, one that's the approved. Only one that's approved. But by the time I feel we approve it, I feel like okay, the threshold is sufficient. Mm. Yeah, because I feel they are really spinning their propaganda about it really, like ridiculously, la. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, I just, okay, like, maybe don't exaggerate, 100%, <laughs> like, no vaccine is 100%, like, yeah, so, so, that part makes me a bit nervous, because the fluctuation is quite high, I feel, for that vaccine. Yeah. 68, I think, is the lowest, right? Yeah, correct. Or All the way to, maybe. Oh, even 50-something? I cannot remember which. Yeah, but here's the other interesting piece, while we were doing the research. World Health Organization only requires a vaccine to be slightly over 50% successful to consider it over the threshold of a... <laughs> a good vaccine. A, a good enough, good <laughs> a enough, good enough vaccine. Yeah, I was like, that's very low. <laughs> like, why go through all the trouble? <laughs> 50% would be like one in two patients you meet. There's and one chance. in two chance of like getting it and dying. Like, yeah, no. You have it, I guess. 
It's pretty good, right? That one is where I might go, yeah, inconvenience. I'm not sure I want to bother going down to get that vaccine. Yeah, but no, no, no. This thing is serious. I, I feel like, oh, please give it to me as soon as possible and as many people as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess for all of us who are like a little anxious and all that, just be aware where the anxiety comes from and what you need in order to... Yeah, I agree. And what you don't need also. Yeah, what you need and what you don't need yeah. from news or from people around you mm. to get you to make a more informed choice. Mm, for sure. Okay, can we talk about one thing though? Uh, which is this whole... Okay, this is my anecdotal observation that there are too many people out there that are still kind of biased against the China vaccine not for informed reasons but just mm. a bit xenophobic. Actually, let me ask you another question. Like, do you think when we can start travelling after this pandemic is over, right? Mm. Look, because the other day I mentioned wanting to travel and then someone who 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 comes from overseas said mm. to me, who who is like a brother, and then he said like, I, I kind of don't really want you to come visit me until... In another country. In, in my country uh, for okay. a few years because I'm worried that it will be dangerous for you as a Chinese person. Because of COVID-19? Yes. And their perception of... Yeah, and I was a little bit taken aback by that whole thing. Mm. Like, just because of, like, the whole the whole rhetoric about Wuhan, the Wuhan virus, etc., mm. etc. Et mm. So, I, I, I feel like, even with the vaccine right now, when I talk to some people, it kind of slips out. I feel the bias against taking and wanting to cherry-pick the vaccine has to do with the... Well, okay, there are a mixture of, like, reasons why mm. you don't want to trust the China authorities about it, but I feel like it comes a bit from a xenophobic kind of attitude mm. that made in China is not as good as made in the US. Mm. Actually, you should really think about that right now. If you look at what's going on in the US, right, and their regulations, <laughs> like, are you sure? Uh, yeah. yeah. Because I feel it really is a problem, man. I don't know, when I hear from people, like, people are, wow, the China vaccine, the China vaccine, the China vaccine, they don't, and they yeah. say, they say Moderna, and they say <laughs> Pfizer. Pfizer, but they say China <laughs> yeah, vaccine. Like, seriously, like, you can't even say the names, you know, back. <laughs> yeah, right? True. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Uh. Yeah, for the traveling bit, I think, actually, when I heard about it, I was, it could be that way though. That can, yeah. It can, can be dangerous. I know some of my Asian American friends have reported like getting yelled at when they go oh, to the no. supermarket, like go back home and um, other things lah. Yeah, having had hate encounters in the US because of this thing. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, so it really, I it just didn't, it didn't sink in for me because you just hear it there, right? Mm. And then suddenly, you don't link it to when I travel, what's going to happen until that friend sit down. I was like, oh, I actually have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so so of this, right, what's also very interesting is that there is like a discrepancy with who is taking what vaccines currently. Oh, wow. So they're finding that a lot of people, a lot of the richer countries mm. are buying up Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Mm. And so it's making it harder for the poorer, low-income to middle-income countries to purchase those vaccines even though right now they have the higher effectiveness, effectiveness rate. rate. Yeah. So a lot of them are actually turning to China because it's more affordable. Now, there's also a logistical element yeah, la, which okay. is the China vaccine doesn't require the minus... The storage of... It needs to be at a temperature that Pfizer is Pfizer needs to be minus 70 degrees Celsius and then Moderna needs to be minus 20, 20 degrees Celsius. 70, yeah. So that makes like transportation across large 
areas and space in in a bit challenging. Yeah, challenging. So so that's been an issue, lah. But again, oh, this world. If you ever like COVID is really showing you how inequal the world mm. is. Eh? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because the wealthy nations get access to more effective vaccines, and then. And the and the discrepancy is quite big, right? Oh, except maybe the Australian one. The Australia oh. vaccine out is what three pounds Mm-mm. versus uh, Pfizer, which From is twenty five pounds per yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. Yeah. So in China's favor, right, Let me just say this for them. Right, they've been sending aid to Mm-mm. the poorer countries. That eh? they just sent five hundred thousand doses free to Pakistan. They've. Yeah, so they're trying to... I guess they're trying to also up their image about this whole thing. <laughs> ah, and build some better, connections. Yeah, connections with, and rapport. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So as we were saying about like the wealth gap thing is that in one of the surveys that's done in UK, they also observe like a wealth gap in response. Oh, wealth gap in response. To whether to take the vaccine mm. or not. So they found that like um, generally higher earners are more likely to plan to get vaccinated as compared to low earners in the country. Is that because in the UK they have to pay for the vaccine? It or is it be. free? Could be. We need to are check. they paying for the vaccine in the UK? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so by the way, let us introduce you to our new producer, director, Ooh. Weenie, behind the scenes. Yes. She's making sure we stay on track. Actually, today she's a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> By some of the things, I'm sorry, they have flown out my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 84% of high yeah. earners compared uh, to lower earners. Yes. And also Asian... 55% of the Asian community. community. Um, so, this is funny. Do you think it's because we trust China? No, but they're rolling out Pfizer vaccination. Yeah. Uh. They're, uh, yeah. They are just not that receptive to taking a vaccine. Maybe, maybe Asians. Are, oh no, it's the lowest acceptance. Mm. Oh, that's hilarious. Why? I was about to say that maybe Asians are more likely to take the vaccine because we we have a more like authoritarian culture. I just like just just do obey. It. Listen, <laughs> just like obey. tell me, we will do it. Yeah. Yeah, but strangely, they didn't. And then, uh, they say women are more reluctant to take the vaccine than men. Isn't that funny? Hmm. But this is in the UK, right? Yeah. The survey that's done with more than 2,000 adults. Okay, but you see what it says here, interestingly. The chief executive of RSPH said, um, these are exactly the groups which have suffered the most through COVID. Yeah, and why... But they don't want to take the Hmm. vaccine. So, what is the reason? Did they give a reason? No. They just report the... Stats. But so I find it so interesting. Do you think it's like lack of access to accurate information? Yeah, it could be. So one of it is like... Ethnic minorities. Yeah, the ethnic minorities are more reluctant and it could be that they were concerned um, because they don't know enough important information about the vaccine. Oh yeah, because they have a language gap also like, to yeah. a degree. Okay, okay. So they needed to, like what we mentioned earlier, like the British Islamic Medical Association have to like tell people step in to help yeah mm. that there is negligible alcohol and there is no um, meat products yeah, yeah no pork and all that and it's safe to take it okay
so our team right complains that when we start thinking, our <laughs> voice changes when we record this our podcast. Pace changes. Our pace changes and we go deep. <laughs> Raymond says it sounds like we're thinking. We are because thinking. we are thinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's let's lighten it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So so let's go back to the needle phobia thing, Ken. Yes. The only thing that I contributed with this research. Okay, <laughs> so so this is the the I don't know why there were so many articles coming about about needle phobia. Like, is it a significant amount of the population that won't take the vaccination because of the needle? At least in Singapore's case, it's not one of the reasons it's listed. <laughs> it's, but <laughs> you don't know the how world. they did the survey. Oh, okay, yeah. It may not even yes. be listed. Yes. But every <laughs> major news outlet has done an article on it, or maybe they're just trying to find a way to create news. <laughs> okay, so here's interesting thing. Yes. Needle phobia has a scientific term. Mm. It's called trypanophobia. I did that quite well. Trypanophobia. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so apparently, right, okay, uh, yeah, you see, uh, Singapore also, we got no, like, capacity to do our own surveys, but apparently this affects 10% of wow. American adults. That's significant. And they found that it is more prevalent in females. Females are really not doing this, <laughs> doing well in this vaccination oh, thing. No. <laughs> okay, but I found it very interesting, though, that it's more prevalent with women. Yeah. Because we are also known to have the higher pain tolerance of... Yeah, I thought that. Too. Yeah, so... But then again, phobia is phobia, right? It's anticipatory fear. Yeah, mm. yeah so, so maybe it's not pain that we fear. It's the thought of encountering pain. Mm, mm. Yeah, okay. So, so, so apparently, tr- this, this condition, right, could arise from biological fear of pain and injury. So it could be a biological wiring. Mm. Yeah, so don't laugh at your friends who are scared of needles. Yeah. Are you scared of needles? You yeah, are, right? Um, not... No, I am a bit. A bit. But not phobic lah. Yeah, I think before I did my wisdom tooth, I was really scared. <laughs> wisdom tooth is but a traumatic... after that, oh. I was like, okay, I guess uh, every other needle is fine now. <laughs> no, no, wisdom tooth is traumatic. That one I can't understand. <laughs> like, but that wasn't even a needle. Yeah, it was like to. cut open. Yeah, I know. But then the cut open is the phobia, right? No? Oh, both of it. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so, okay, it comes from biological fear. Also, it could come from past experiences such as a poorly managed procedure. So this was an interesting mm. thing that Straits Science reported. One of the doctors in Singapore that was interviewed, right, said he had to do a, uh, a routine injection for a guy with, who was covered in tattoos. Mm. But he freaked out because it suddenly brought back childhood trauma of a bad incident with like vaccination or something like that. The guy was covered in tattoos, but he d- doesn't associate the tattoo needles with injection needle. La. So basically, he associated the injection with a trauma, like, like some, from some sort of trauma from like his Like when childhood. he was child. Yeah. Oh. And he said that was the most, the, that doctor said the most interesting one he encountered. La. So anyway, mm. okay. So another one is being misinformed about the experience through movies or people. <laughs> Actually, I think my fear of needles comes from my friends. Um, I never used to be afraid until like, you know when they do the mass vaccination when you're in primary school? school and then you have friends freaking out, then I feel like it created anxiety in me um. now when I have injections. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, right. So Miss Andrea Chong, mm. a senior clinical, uh, clinical psychologist at uh, IMH said, this fear can develop into a phobia and in such cases, it helps to be supportive and affirming to people's fears. Don't say to them, just get over it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, 
It's very serious. She says, do not make light of that matter. Actually, I want to laugh at when I read that. It made her come across so serious. <laughs> then I was looking at it, I was going, you know, some people are going to take this too far. Where it's actually like just drama and oh. attention seeking. And then like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't know how I feel. But if we really have a phobia, yeah, I will not diss you. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another interesting thing, right? So studies suggest that 2.5% of patients may pass out during or immediately after a blood sample is drawn. This is due to the pain from the jab triggering a fainting reflex. I think I have that. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> when the person was like squeezing, because uh, we had a blood drive and then the person was taking a sample. So she squeezed and I felt a little, just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but we have we know people. Okay, yes. Yeah, we know people who really <laughs> have a fainting <laughs> reflex with okay, yes, we like know. blood and needles. <laughs> yeah, okay, we won't we won't say who, but but yeah. So so but this is very interesting because it's a reflex. So my friend, it's not your fault mm. that you have this reflex. You don't need to feel bad. So it leads to the patient's blood pressure dropping and blood to pool in the lower parts of the body, resulting in less blood reaching the brain. Mm. Yeah, so it's an actual condition. Yeah. So I really mean it. Like, don't don't feel bad. I yeah. feel like I'm speaking to that one person right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so okay, the other parts that was very funny. And actually maybe I'll post the I'll post the link to the article or something up there because I found it really it was written so funny, this article, <laughs> because the doctors were all telling their different methods of helping people cope with a needle injection. <laughs> and then one guy was quote this is actual quote, okay. I employ distraction. <laughs> and then another one said I try to give them tender loving care. It's doctors. <laughs> doctors and nurses, yeah. Yeah. So like what we said earlier, we have a, we have a blood drive recently. Mm. And I have to say, right, shout out to the blood drive people. Woo. We've done it twice with them. Yeah. Once during COVID when the mm. blood drive was running low. So we did one specially for that. And then this year, we did our annual mm. uh, at the beginning of the year. So quite close by. But both times... The blood donation drive people were just so nice. The staff mm. are incredible. They are so kind. They make you feel so assured. And then they are here the whole day. Mm. And yeah. they work a six-day work week, guys. I don't know if you know this, right? Blood donation staff work six six-day wow. work week. So and and then they're just cheerful the entire time and mm. assuring. They have the best bedside manner I've ever, ever seen in nursing and doctor staff. Like it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. So we highly recommend it. If like there ever is a shortage, <laughs> please go down and donate blood. Yes. Yeah, and it's really not as bad as you thought. Like the the, the blood test, the prick um, test was the worst. Yeah, the the it looks big, right? The needle, but it's okay. It wasn't painful at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally, totally okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yes. Back yes, to the that's back to the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> that was my two cents worth into this thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So back to the vaccine. Yes. What's our advice? Advice is that once it become available, <laughs> please go take, take it. <laughs> yeah. And any concerns or anxiety that you have with regards to injection, the needles, or I don't know, information you need. Don't worry about it. The needle is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just get what information you need in need. order to. Yeah. No more, no less. Feel Seriously, to feel okay at with peace this. with this. Yeah, and then I would say also think about the larger. The larger, the bigger mm, picture. Yeah. Like, wait against, for example, you personally. Mm. If you get COVID, what does that mean? Now, I know we feel very secure and safe in Singapore. Mm. I think that's partly the reason why people are like, eh, I don't know yeah. why I take it. But the number of important cases that are coming in, the fact of the matter is we're not 
hundred percent safe until everyone it's does safe. their part. Yeah. I think that's the problem, right? We mm. can't go back to travel. We can't go back to normal economy running and mm. yeah. So so think about the bigger picture as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I do it for your loved ones and your family. Like, I definitely want to take it so that. I feel peace of mind that my parents are safe when they are around me. Yeah, I guess we are trying to like as a nation or like just as a world, as a whole to like get to this level of like herd immunity, right? Yeah, the 80%. That means we're not just doing it for our own safety but also like the safety yeah. of our community and our loved ones. Yeah. And I think I also want to say, hey, it's not that scary lah, guys. I think it feels scary because this is the first time we're going, living through a pandemic with mm-hmm. so much information. Yeah, it's true that's available and the ability to share that information without verifying whether it's <laughs> yes. true. So shout out to our other episode. Go <laughs> listen to that one yes. about fake news. Yep. Uh, and then we'll share with you how we got suckered by fake news or I got suckered by fake news. Um, but yeah, like I think it's it's that that's creating more of the anxiety and mm-hmm. the apprehension. Yeah, mm. I don't think... I'm sure people were scared when the polio vaccine first came out. But I think because the immediate concern was the people right in front of us and whether they're doing well or not doing well or getting sick or not getting sick. Like we make a judgment based on what we see. Yeah, what we see. Mm. But now it's based on what we're anticipating Mm. and we don't know how much is true and how much is not. uh. Yeah, Yeah, but I think that actually in Singapore, it's pretty okay. There's enough information out there for you to make a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. So make good choices. Yes. Take the vaccine. This is Uncommon Humanity by The Evolution. Do us a favor by leaving us a great review or share this with some friends. And if you really love the content, consider supporting us. You can give through theevolution.org or email us at uch at theevolution.org for more info.